Less than 24 hours, Georgians will be under a shelter-in-place order. McDonald, though, said he did not know the man was handcuffed and was trying to use his foot to pin him to the ground so he could be handcuffed. If your friends, neighbors, or local organizations are not complying, report them to us. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Free Georgia Podcast. My name is Jake Green. Thank y'all for joining us today. Um, we've got a special treat for y'all. We've got the Bib City Ramblers um, coming to play some live music for us, as well as do a little interview. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Before that, please like this video, comment on the video, subscribe to our channels, especially our Rumble channel. Um, we've got strikes on YouTube. We don't know how much longer we're going to be on YouTube because of those strikes. Um, Rumble is proving to be the best place possible for y'all to keep track of, of all the things that we put out. Um, there's a, we have a much bigger audience on Rumble because it seems like uh, it seems like YouTube kind of doesn't bring us up in the searches as much as as much as the rumble does um so make sure you go over to rumble subscribe there if you prefer something like odyssey subscribe there um if you know if you're if you just want to listen to the audio you can do it on literally any podcast platform including the one you're listening to it on right now um apple spotify google amazon all the above um and yeah if you find any part of this whole podcast or anything we talk about or any political uh political ideas um interesting that we've that we talk about on this show or that you're just interested in in general and that you have questions about go to lpgeorgia.com we have tons of resources um on our website uh, including things like brush fire speaking course we've got second amendment range day um, with Edgar Mills uh, of Osprey Shooting Solutions. Um, I believe Edgar is also doing a, let me see, sorry, this is going to take me just a second to pull that up. Give me one second. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Edgar also offers, so Edgar's a long time, or uh, friend of the show, friend of the party. He hosts range day for us quite a bit, or he's done it once before and he's doing it again. And I think it's going to become a regular thing. Um, and we strongly encourage anybody who owns a firearm to go out there and get trained to use it properly. Um, and Edgar is a phenomenal teacher for that. Um, he also has a company that does other kinds of training including survival training. And he's got, um, a special operations experience. Um, and he would like people to go sign up for it on his website. It's the Southern Ornithological League. That's such a hard word to say. I don't, <laughs> um, I'll put it in the description. So go to the Southern or Orth Ornithological League um, and, and go look at uh, special operations experience. Um, this particular course is not open enrollment. Um, and so if you are interested in, in taking one of these courses um, or this particular course from Edgar, message me on Twitter at, at DJ Green or at Peaceful C, um, what's our Peaceful C Prod um, on Twitter. Um, you can also email me at podcast at lpgeorgia.com. And uh, it's for very specific people um, because of 
because of what all is involved. It's live fire training, small team tactics, time sensitive planning, helo or boat infill, team team room. It includes team room lodging, all weapons and gear provided, and final meal provided. The tentative dates are October fourteenth and fifteenth. Um, potentially October 21st and 22nd. So if you're interested in that, please get in contact with me um, and I'll, I'll refer you to Edgar and he can set you up there. As I was saying, anything on our website, go, go check out lpgeorgia.com for all sorts of information about the Libertarian Party of Georgia, how to join. Um, we always need new members. We need people to join the party. We need pe more people doing more things to spread freedom and liberty um, around the state of Georgia. Without further ado, let's start off with a song from the Bib City Ramblers and then head into the studio to uh, talk to them in person. This one's called Heat Lightning. Uh, this one is written from the perspective of a soldier from the Civil War on a battlefield. All right, let's do it. I left my home not too long ago Is this all I have to show? All the places I did go like lightning in my mind flashing lights keeping time on this battlefield tonight holy ghost can you hear my cry for i fear the lightning's near it has haunted me for years i can't run i can't hide i just hope skies tonight heat lightning in the southern skies tonight tears are falling from my eyes no sound coming from those cold dark skies and i keep listening for the thunder i keep praying for the light heat lightning in the southern skies tonight longest day of the year I'm so battle Asian scarred from this old civil war I wonder if you see the same sky as me heat lightning flashing high I don't think I'll get much sleep tonight tomorrow we 
player um he was all over the records that you listen to uh he's been out with cancer for the past um what like six six or seven months uh he's he's coming to the other side of it but we want to dedicate the show to him yeah because he played such a huge role in in uh, what we've got he's coming back he's coming back yeah he'll be back yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh fantastic well that's good news (laughs) okay i love it first off uh Introduce yourselves. Like, what's your name and uh, what were your names and where did the name Bib City Ramblers come from? Um, well, I'm Dan Davidson, um, guitar and harmonica, obviously. Um, uh, Bib City Ramblers uh, came out of Bib City, which is a part of Columbus. Um, it was its own uh, uh, what city government, I guess you'd call it, uh, for the longest time. It's right on the river, on the Chattahoochee River. And um, it had its own police force, and 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 it's, it was a mill town. It was a mill town. Yeah. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, but Bib City came out of out of that. I lived there when I was young, and uh, just always loved that area, you know. And when we started the group uh, in 2007, we wanted to write songs about local themed um, local themes, historic events, and that sort of thing. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all started out in that same area in Bib City? Uh, well, not really. Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of like um, Goose Creek Symphony or um, what else is there? Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm not very That's good at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't I can't say I've heard of Goose Creek Symphony before. I think what he's trying to get at is that he thought it sounded really cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it does sound really cool. I, I love the band name. It was I, when Elizabeth told me that y'all were going to play at the Great Create. Uh, I immediately looked y'all up because I thought the name was sick. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. It, a lot of people get it confused with Bibb County, which is like Macon. That oh, OK. Area. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, Bibb City was a mill town. Um, full of like shotgun houses and a lot of history mm -hmm. there. And, you know, when, when we started this, like I said, we played, we wrote a lot of songs with local historic themes that kind of fit the theme at first, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. How was y'all's uh, experience at the great create? Did y'all get to stay for like a full day or did y'all just play and then jet? We did not, unfortunately. And I hope that I get to go back um, to see the presentations but we did get to hang out and chat with a lot of the participants there a lot of the people nice. that were there to see the stuff and it just had a great time talking with people and hanging out before we played and after we played so yeah y'all played for a long time that night that was very impressive <laughs> that, uh, okay. seems like an exhausting thing to play for like two or three hours that, that's that's a lot that's about average though really for a gig you know Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a lot of concerts where the, the main event only plays for like 45 minutes to an hour. And so. Oh, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. How many members of the band do y'all have? Well, uh, we have Dan and myself. I'm Jenny Davidson. Um, I play bass and sing. Um, so there's the two of us. Uh, we have, as we mentioned, a mandolin player, um, Brian Fowler, and then we have a fiddle player uh, that plays with us. And then, as you hear on the recordings, um, uh, our, sometimes we have a banjo player too. So nice, banjo is one of my favorite instruments in a band. Um, I, I, one of my favorite bands of all time is Mumford and Sons, and when they got rid of the banjo and stopped playing stop using that in their music it drove me insane <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah so that that banjo player that dude's awesome he can, he can really George play. Miles. he's a local legend he's he's a we like him a lot yeah he's it was almost like he was born with a banjo attached or something <laughs> <laughs> born with his hand we're going to interrupt right here to bring you song number two from the bib city ramblers
of another kind I had a dream that the sky turned white woke me from my sleep thought about all our friends that have died for their souls we weep we fled to the mountains where they Nice. What was the name of that one? That was called The Love Song for the Apocalypse. Man, that was beautiful. I love that. Appreciate it. We just like being able to sing about the feds and the drones. (laughs) (laughs) What was, uh, was there like a specific instigating event that like allowed the band to form or did y'all, did you always want to be in a band like this? Well, in, in 2007, um, a, a fellow named Will Dockery, who's a local poet and artist uh, here in Columbus, um, we've been friends for a couple of decades now. And uh, I had been in Atlanta working and I came back to town and Will went to Brian Fowler's house, put a note on his door, said the governor is back in town. Um, that's a long story. Will basically had a... a a poetic work about a place called Shadowville okay. and that was kind of Columbus and he made me the governor of Shadowville but um so when he left that note on Brian's door Brian called me up and we got together uh, uh probably you know three or four nights a week for a while and just started writing songs and, uh, and then in 2009-ish um Jenny 
came along and we hadn't even met at the, at the start of the band. Um, she has been a folk singer, guitar player, piano player, all kinds of things um, over the years. But we asked her if she'd like to play bass with us. And uh, so in 09 about, she came in as our bass player and, nice. and vocalist. Okay. Jenny, how was that like joining a band after it was already formed? Like how was, how was like getting in the groove with the band and all that? Well, it was kind of cool that I had, well, I had, I had heard a lot of their music in the, in the past. So I was able to kind of jump in and know a lot of the songs already. Um, so I had done a lot of homework, um, but it was good. It was good. Uh, you know, and then I started writing with them um, after mm-hmm. that. And um, right. I'm just really thankful that this has all worked out over the years and that I met them. So nice. Yeah. yeah y'all been together a while now. Yeah. Since 07, almost 16 years. Um, and then in, uh, it was like 2013 or 14, um, we got married in 2011 and um, we started our family, you know, we were playing music for years. And then in, in 2014, um, we had our first child. And so we took a little hiatus um, and we actually stopped playing as a band for about good three or four years. Mm. um maybe even a little longer than that i don't i'm not i can't it started as right a now. short hiatus and turned out to be a, a longer hiatus yeah well we had another <laughs> kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but now it's really worked out great um uh when 2020 came around and we saw all the chaos and everybody wearing face masks and and uh just all the all the wild stuff happening and the narratives that were going around we uh we made the choice to pull our kids. Well, we only had one kid that was in the school system at the time, but, um, and now Jenny homeschools are two young ones at home. And man, I tell you, homeschooling is the greatest thing ever. I mean, you could do a whole yep. segment with her probably on that. alone. <laughs> <So much. laughs> There's so much to talk about. I know Elizabeth Melton's come on the podcast a couple of times and we talked about homeschooling for like over an hour. Like she's, yeah, she's very knowledgeable on the, on the subject. Um, well, that's interesting. What the doctor, uh, what the did, um, it took me, you know, out of the workplace at the time I was, I was teaching mm, in public school too. Try. And, um, just saw the nightmare and chaos that was going on there. Um, like before the pandemic and like in response to the pandemic. Um, and so, you know, I was able to get out of that situation and had a lot more time on our hands. So that precipitated the band being able to get back together during that downtime. And we just, there wasn't really anywhere to play at first. So we started mm-hmm. writing um, together again. And then eventually we were able to get out and play and kind of rekindle our, you know, our musical relationship. Yeah. Actually, most of the songs on Simulation um, were written a large bulk of them were written in text messages between me and Brian and Jenny, uh, just text messaging lines back and forth and coming up with chord progressions, shoot little short videos of how about this chord progression, that sort of thing. And then uh, we would meet up at the house and we'd have a song pretty much 90% written and then uh, work on it. We worked on the songs for months and then and recorded that, that entire album simulation was written um uh in 2020 mm-hmm. is that right it was the whole thing was written in the year 2020 
And we began oh, okay. recording at the end of 2020. That's right. And we started the recording. It was released in 21, but we started the recording at the end of 2020. So um, you can kind of feel the, the, the kind of darkness. I mean, you know, there's yeah. a couple of people that die on that record, you know, chased <laughs> <laughs> into the woods by the government and that sort of thing. So, um, and then there's 2032, which we would have done for you today, but we really didn't want to, you know, throw anybody into that's fair as i was saying I, I heard y'all play that at the uh at the great crate and it was it was fantastic so yeah um well, i listened to that whole te- album this morning maybe all this teasing of it will make people go find that song on youtube or, something. or band camp well, they should yeah. you can find it band camp and there'll be the simulation album as well as a live album that we recorded here in columbus at um sylvan guitars Mm-hmm. And so the, uh, two of the songs that we played today are also on, on that album. So. Oh, That's nice. right. All right. That's awesome. We're going to interrupt right here to bring you song number three from the Bib City Ramblers. One, two, Just to see how it will be. And I'll 
Um, yeah, what I found interesting about the simulation album. So do y'all know who Tim pool is? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a podcaster. Um, but he also, he, he plays music. He's a really good singer, guitarist. Um, and he makes somewhat political songs every now and then. And uh -huh. like w when I associate political songs with a genre, it's mostly like metal or hard rock. And so what I found most interesting was like the juxtaposition of like the, the folk songs that y'all play with the political themes. That was super interesting and unique to me. Yeah. yeah we thought so too, actually. Yeah. There's, you don't really see much dystopian folk music, you know? No, you don't <laughs> at all. <laughs> I loved it. I, I'm, I really appreciate y'all, you know, setting this up and working with me and, you know, making this happen because that's it's not the easiest thing to record music on a on a podcast <laughs> right 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 um i'm just gonna look over my notes here make sure i didn't lose anything um yeah please oh okay so um sometime later this year uh, when was that was it 2021 yeah. in 2021 uh jenny and i were in a all the years just run together man um <laughs> Jenny and I were in a movie um, here in Columbus that is called The Neon Highway. Um, okay. And we were what you call featured extras. Mm -hmm. um, and we, uh, we there's a probably be like 10 seconds of us, if that, uh, playing a song um, on stage with a band, you know, and the scene is nice. kind of a Nashville bar scene. And uh, the, the main characters come on and play after us and that sort of thing. So, so if you want to mention that, you know, you can, or maybe I, I should can. mention it. I, I think no you good. just did. I'm terrible. <laughs> God. Oh, it's all, it's all good, man. It doesn't matter. I'm, you know, my, my, I'm not a professional interviewer. So I like, this is not, this is not my normal thing. I was just, no one else would do it. So I started doing it. <laughs> you know, what's weird yeah. about doing this um, too is, for me, when we were recording the songs, I'm like, "Who? Do, where do I look? What do I do with my hands? You know, they're all <laughs> <job> <laughs> <of them. laughs> well, yeah, seriously, this was fantastic. I think, uh, I think people who listen and watch the podcast will really love it. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I love that song simulation. That that's a, like, I love the, it feels so folksy, but it has major thematic elements of, of what's happening in today's world. Um, and it's, it was fantastic. So thank y'all for playing. I appreciate it. If anybody wants to hear us live, um, yeah. we have a house band situation at a local um, barbecue place in town. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, Country's Barbecue on Mercury Drive. And we're there um, two weekends a month, usually. Um, Check our Facebook page, and we usually post when that will be. 
Um, nice. and we, try to, we try we do some originals there and it's it's a little bluegrassy when we're there and folky but uh but we do play live there uh two weekends a month nice all right if you go to our facebook we usually keep it updated mm-hmm. um you can go to bibcityramblers.com but it's just going to take you to facebook uh, <laughs> and we also have uh you you know a couple of youtube pages really um you can find some stuff on twitter on tiktok all over the place so. love it Love it. And yeah, I'll get all y'all's uh, socials and I'll put them in the description and link to everything that y'all do. Um, so hopefully sure. you get a lot of clicks from that. But right. I mean, that that's it for me. If y'all, y'all have anything else y'all want to promote, y'all want to talk about before we, before we end this? Um, I think we're good, Jake. Awesome. Well, y'all were fantastic. Thank y'all so much. Right, thank, thank you. you. And here we go, folks. The final song of this episode from the Bib City Ramblers. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions regarding LP, um, go to lpgeorgia.com. Um, there's plenty of resources. You can learn anything you could possibly want to know. You can reach out to any of us. We're happy to help you get into this world and answer any questions that you might have. Um, and please go check out the Bib City Ramblers. All their stuff, all their links are in the description below. Um, go to their Facebook page. Their website leads to their Facebook page, as they said. Um, so yeah, go check out all their music. They're fantastic. Let's support them. Here we go. Ending the show are the Bib City Ramblers. <laughs>